How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Turn around and count to nine. When you open them, I will be gone. What up? No, who am I kidding? I'm doing awesome. Uh, recruiting has certainly picked up over the last weekend. And, well, as we always say, there's never a cloudy day in East Lansing. So, Justin, thrilled to be joined by you. Really quick, I'm going to ask a new question here to start off. Yes. Best thing that happened to you this week? Positive momentum for the team that I cover there we on go. the subject matter that I cover. Are the message boards happier? No. In the le- Maybe. That was a quick one. Okay. Yeah, little, possibly. Quick. Okay. Just takes one decommitment for program to be scrapped. Status, Matt. I, I might be part of that problem, actually. But, <laughs> hey, that's neither here nor there. Uh, look, hey, as long as you're somewhat barely happier, then that makes me even happier. Great to see you again, Justin. Yes. Uh, yes, for the last time here at the Woodward Sports Studio. Thank you, Woodward Sports, in advance for everything you guys have done in the last few years. Or, in my case, you know, just the last few months because I'm still yeah. kind of new-ish here at this chair. But you've been here for... Ever. I think uh, since the Obama administration. (laughs) 14 months, I think. Yeah, 13, 14 months. Okay. Um, But yeah, it's been good. There we go. Been uh, enjoyed this backdrop and uh, it's been uh, it's been a good run. Yeah. And uh, producing for us uh, throughout this entire stretch, we have Owen. Show yourself. Osust. Show yourself. uh, There he is. Nice hoodie. Wow. In the actual booth today. How you doing today, Owen? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Peachy. Good. Yeah. Sensational. Got you, got you back if, in the if facility. If you guys weren't doing great, would you tell me? No, probably not. No. Well, I, I pretty much do. <laughs> right. Mm, yeah. No, I, I have to keep this up. Hey, yeah, I, I got to oh. say I'm doing great even if yeah. I'm not. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of my contract. I have to I see. go along with it, you know. So. I didn't know we had contracts. If that's the case, we, we don't. Oh, I had my lawyer present and everything. You, we don't. <laughs> no? oh, I was wondering why you were absent for that meeting. Okay. Yeah. That guy took all your retainer money for no reason, Matt. I actually have to pay to do this show, crazy <laughs> enough. <laughs> I don't know what deal I worked out like, yet. It's like AYSO. You got to pay yes. to show up and, and be part of the team. So. You're right. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's been, uh, been a good run. We'll, we'll dive into the recruiting we news right now. Yeah. Just a little bit. All right. Let's do yeah. it. New additions, Matt. Few of them this week. Uh, we'll start with the highest ranked of the bunch, uh, Scooter Carey, Anthony Scooter Carey, from Carrollwood, Florida, same high school as Eddie Pleasant. 
Sure. And uh, former Michigan State one-time commit, I believe now, Auburn, signee, enrollee, Clay Whedon. Oh, that's right. Wow. <laughs> Friend of the Michigan State interior offensive line legend, Clay yes. Whedon. That's yes. right. Wow. M- MSU recruiting product. Nice callback. Yes. yes. And um, Verdell Richardson, who seems like a wide receiver target for Michigan State this cycle. We'll see if he takes a visit here. But yeah. Seems we, to be a, we know his name. Yeah. yeah. Seems right. to be a good area to recruit from. Yep. Um, but yeah, Scooter Carey had offers from Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, every single um, program that you can probably think of, and uh, had a great, great sophomore season. That's when he got all those offers. I think he was battling through either a hamstring or a calf or an ankle. It's like something that wasn't serious, but he was a step slow in some of the highlights in the, in the junior season tape. And um, now this upcoming season is going to be healthy. He's going to be looking like his sophomore self again. Michigan State got a, got a steal here on uh, on a kid that maybe Alabama and Georgia's of the world might have been overreactive to on, on just a tiny little flare-up of some small injury. But hey, if they, if they choose to do that, which I'm sure they have the luxury of doing, Michigan State will happily, happily oblige them. I got to say, hold, hold, hold the phone. Like, step slow, his junior highlight tape. <laughs> his junior highlight tape looks fine to me. Oh, I it mean, does. <laughs> like, it really I mean, does. Especially, like, those first few steps. Like, I don't know if you want to keep going about yeah. Scooter Carey, but I, I'm just going to no, hijack yeah, the show and just do. keep going. But, like, yeah. man, what sticks out to me, something that's going to carry over to the college game, is mm-hmm. two things. His open field vision yes. and speed. Like once yes. he gets to that second level of linebackers, uh, God help you if you're a safety. Right. I, sayonara, you're going to be in a <laughs> lot of highlight tapes for the wrong reasons if you're up there. But yeah, when he gets to that second level, third level, his right. vision of the field and ability to cut. I mean, yeah, there's a reason that some recruiting sites have ranked as a top yeah. 10 running back in right. the country. Yeah. The other thing is the first two steps he takes when he gets the ball. That is explosiveness. Yes. Never wasted. Dude. He, he's he's already on a second step before the defensive lineman, for example, or the linebacker, should it be a zone run, is even right. thinking of shutting off their block. Yep. Like, he is already two steps ahead of the defense when he gets the right. ball. The third thing that I'm really looking forward to seeing how it translates to the college game. Because, look, when, when you're an amazing prospect, when you're a top 200 prospect, a great running back, you can get away with just running around those def- defensive right. ends trying to contain you. Right. Or, God help you, if it's a safety coming down too that's also trying to help contain, you can just use your athleticism because, well, you're the one of the most athletic people in the entire country. Might be a little harder in college, but then again, like, could he, could he, could he do it by, like, his sophomore or junior year once he gets the college right. game under his belt, starts to get more comfortable? Like, there's a lot of things I like about Scooter Carey's game. I mean, they... They don't rate these kids four stars for no reason. And right. all the reasons that he is named a four star, I I love it. You got to yeah. love it. Yeah, for sure. And I should clarify, Step Slower in his junior tape was relative to his sophomore tape. It was sure. not relative to the industry um, or the class as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, junior tape was still phenomenal, still really, really good. You played it side by side with a sophomore tape, a very trained eye. Um, like uh, maybe a, a college running backs coach might be able to discern a little difference there. But again very minor injury like it it wasn't even like something that he had to set out for and again he chose not to and that's why maybe hampered him a little bit but if for those that's for those that are wondering out there why did it come down to Michigan State and North Carolina and not like Michigan State and Georgia or something like that that was clarity context there of why that may be the case for sure but like I said Michigan State happy to oblige anyone that has the luxury of maybe just going and getting whoever the hottest name on the market is like a Georgia yeah and um, I think he's gonna he's gonna be a very good prospect for Michigan State and for like the, the sick Michigan State fans online like I know a, a lot of you know, yes. people viewing are some of these people this is a kid's 
name that's been around yeah. for almost two years now. Like he yeah. was in Michigan State recruiting circles since his sophomore season. Spaces even. He yeah, of course. Like God, you, you talk about getting really into the weeds of recruiting. Like yeah, Scooter Carey, like I, he has been around, and usually yeah. like it seems like okay, well, hey, if uh, Michigan State has an early lead, yeah. They'll flame out. Yeah. He'll pick a different school. Yeah. Not this kid, though. He spoke nice. He spoke in an MSU Twitter space for two minutes, like 18 months ago, about why he <laughs> likes Michigan State. Yeah. And then um, I know he had that thing where he tweeted out, MSU fans, if you follow my Instagram, I'll have great news. And then the great news was just he had a good visit, and people were, like, <laughs> frustrated. But, like, I think he redeemed himself. I think uh, Michigan State fans so. have forgiven that and so. are fully enthusiastic of him joining the program. No doubt. Not the only kids, though, to commit – that Two your Michigan State Spartans, everyone. That's right. Who's going to say the last name first? Here you go. You. I, I already know how to say it. I got this. All right, here we go. Charlton and Mercer Lanieski. Yes. Nailed it. Let's go. There we go. Yes. A lot of beef added to this already impressive string of offensive line recruits for Coach Kapilovic. Hey, guess what? We got some brothers out of the state of yep. Ohio. We talked about this last week, but I'll still say it again. Like, oh, geez, why has that ever worked at Michigan State? Brothers from Ohio. I don't know. Just ask the Slades. Ask the Dowels. It seemed to work out okay over yep. here. But, yeah, I mean, it is an incredible run for Coach Kabilovic. Not only is he getting the offensive lineman that he wants. Yep. And that's the thing that I love emphasizing. Yes. It, this isn't, oh, my God, we're in November. I only have one kid on my board. Yes. Oh, Jesus, who's still out there? Who right. can we flip? Like, no, no, no. These are the priority kids for Coach Cav. Right. The kids that he wants. Yes. They had six offensive linemen on official visits in the month of June. Mm -hmm. They've got commitments for four of them. Yep. All right. The fifth one, Nathan Roy commits yep. to Minnesota. Yep. The sixth yep. one, DeAndre yep. Carter. Mm-hmm. Still in play. Yeah. So no, it's not a thing play. where like, you know what? Like, you know what happened last year a lot? And not just with offensive linemen, like yeah. uh, across the board. You run through June. Right. Oh my God. No one committed. No one's really interested. <laughs> Holy bleep. It's November. we got to try to flip some kids, shouldn't we? It, it, it's not that situation. They right. are building the foundation with the strong offensive line class. Yes. You already have Andrew Dennis. You already have Logan Bennett. Two yes. guys that are already college-made bodies. And, hey, barring something from our chat very recently with Coach Kapilovic mm -hmm. here. Offensive line recruiting is very tough because you don't yes. know how they're going to respond when they yes. add the muscle, add the weight. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's a good shortcut around that? Just get kids that already have the weight yes. on them. A hundred percent. It's great. The the number one thing that I wish fans understood about recruiting, it's stars do matter, but context matters more. Stars do not tell the whole story in terms of, for example, Logan Bennett. Yeah. Six six, three hundred pounds, plays a national schedule in right. Baltimore. St. Francis, he has the tape that yep. is of a four-star kid. Yep. Now, what would have happened had he not committed to Michigan State is he would have gone on the camp circuit, all the schools down south, the Auburns, the Ole Misses, maybe Alabama, Georgia. He would have gone on those camps. He would have picked up a ton of SEC offers. Then people would have seen that. Evaluators would have seen that and gone, oh, okay, let's, let's watch this tape again with that scope. Suddenly, he's a four-star right about now. So it's all subjected to the timeline, when a kid commits, and um, things of that nature. The other thing is, stars matter more for certain positions than others. Quarterback, um, maybe cornerback, uh, maybe even edge rusher, even though it's in the trenches. But I would say usually the further away you get from the ball, 
the easier it is to have a higher accuracy on your evaluations. Yes. Because size and body maturity matter more when you're playing in the trenches. And with an offensive lineman, other than that five-star kid, like a Samson Okanlola type, other than that tier of kid, everything beyond that, it doesn't really matter. It's negligible. A kid that's ranked 250th versus a kid that's ranked 370th versus mm-hmm. a kid that's ranked 511th. I, I'm saying whoever the coach likes more, you ride with, with that evaluation if you trust the coach, obviously. Well, yeah, like call me crazy for right. trusting Coach Kapilovic here. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, and moreover than that, if you have Braden Miller in your program, as if you're Coach Cap, if you have Braden yep. Miller in your program, you have Ashton Lepo, yep. and these guys that you took big swings on, Big Dooley, Chris Phillips, these guys that were outside of the top 900. And in the 12 plus months they've been in the program, they have been even better than you yourself as Coach Cap thought they would be. Mm-hmm. You feel even more empowered and confident to then go ahead and say, I'm taking Logan Bennett and Andrew Dennis while they're 87 rated or below. And um, a little teaser here. Tomorrow, there's a 24-7 rankings update coming out. Oh. Andrew Dennis. Coach Cap has been vindicated. Stock going up. Going way up. I like that. That's a nice little teaser. So, yeah, again, like, stars matter. You're not going to win the national title without highly ranked kids. Sure. But it's not just about what star ranking they have in June. And some kids, they might never get a bump. Like, Logan Benny's never going to go on those SEC camps. He's probably never going to move up to a four-star. Sure. But I don't care. And I especially don't care at offensive line, Mm -hmm. where it doesn't really matter unless you're a blue-chip elite kid. Yeah, it's weird. It's... I don't mean to sound like I'm talking on both sides of my mouth because, yes, like stars right. do matter. Like the first three offensive tackles off the board in the NFL draft this year, four or five stars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. You, you can hit at a very high success rate with your five stars or your four stars. But the other side is, is that there are more diamonds in the rough at offensive line than there are yes. any other position. Last year, against all three, all Big Ten teams, the first team, second team, third team, there was 16 offensive linemen. Okay. Two of them, former five stars, four of them, former four stars. 10 of the 16 were either three stars or completely right. unranked, not even ranked because, well, yeah, it's the whole thing that Coach Cap talked about a few weeks ago on this show. Right. You, you don't know how they're going to respond when they get into a college weight mm-hmm. regiment. Oh, yes. great. You come in at 6'5", 260. Okay, how are you going to move when you're 6'5", 280? Right. Yeah. I, well, okay. Yeah. Again, I'll say, I'll say it again. Everyone take a drink if you're playing the SD4 yeah. dream game at home of me repeating stuff in the same episode. Yeah. Just get the kids with the body frame already, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, it seems to work out. And again, yeah. if you're going to trust any assistant coach on this staff with their talent evaluation mm-hmm. and what they could do to develop kids, yep. call me nuts for coaching yeah. for trusting Coach Cap and yeah. all that. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and then also the fourth uh, and final pickup of since last episode, Sire Torrance. Sire. Matt, what have I been saying about Sire Torrance for about two, three months now? You talk about diamond in the rough. Uh, basically, that upstate New York, uh, look, you talk about a place that's not really richly recruited yes. or you know highly ranked or anything like that, but uh, Jim Salgado, mm-hmm. within about 16 minutes of him having the job <laughs> at Michigan State, saw this kid, and you've yeah. been on the Sire Torrance train. God, almost... 30 seconds after Jim Salgado jumped on it. Yeah, you, You've been on him from the start. Turn even, that tape even on, Even off camera when you talk about him. Yes. You're very high in this To kid. you yeah. on, on a yes. random Tuesday in I'm May. I'm not lying. Like, yeah. I, I've been hearing about Sire Torrance for a long time from Justin. Yes. Yeah. I probably talked about Sire Torrance 80 times more than I've talked about David Stone. And, and that's not a joke yeah. either. That is not a joke. Right. <laughs> yes. And the, the th- uh, you, great point about upstate New York. The other thing, 
kid it grew up blocks from Syracuse University. Okay. So when he committed to Syracuse, all the programs were like, well, hometown kid. He's not generational, so he's not like a five-star looking to go sure. to Alabama. Right. So he, he's in that tier right below that, and you're thinking like, all right, he's probably going to stay home. Most coaches probably saw him as a little better than what he was ranked, but even then they're thinking like, yeah, probably not going to be able to flip, flip him. He actually wasn't even receptive to some of the other schools that offered and tried to get him to come up for visits, like Pitt, for example. Boston College also got involved there, but like quickly they kind of realized, hey, it's probably not going to be a kid we can land. He committed to Michigan State within 24 hours after his Boston College visit, for mm -hmm. example. Right. So it was basically just he was going to go back to Syracuse even after he flipped, or he was going to go to Michigan State. And the reason Michigan State had that kind of special um, kind of exception in his mind, Jim Salgado's time with the Buffalo Bills in that home state for Sire Torrance, yep. working with Micah Hyde, working with Jordan Poyer, working with Tredavious White. And um, that makes a difference. And also the fact that he was kind of the first coach to believe in Sayer other than the Syracuse staff. So just a, just a great job there. When fans watch his tape, look at what he does as a receiver. He's not going to play receiver at Michigan State. Look at what he does as a receiver, and that speaks to his athleticism and fluidity. Then go ahead and you watch how he hits on defense and just how explosive he is at going after people with the ball. Yep. And all the tools, they come together. No, absolutely. And again, I, I can't say it enough. Justin really has been on this kid since day one. <laughs> we're, we're not doing like window dressing, putting up a facade. Like, no, this is a, a three-star that JT is very sky high on yeah. right here. Um, I've got a lot of other things about this last official visit weekend yes. that I just want to pepper you on yes. right now. Let's dive into the whole weekend now. We're going to start with something that's very topical because Saturday, one Justin Denson Mm -hmm. He's going to decide a college here. Mm -hmm. It's between Oklahoma. He's got an Alabama offer. That seems yeah. pretty nice. Uh, but, hey, you know what? Let's say he picks Michigan State. What do you know about Justin Denson, this recruitment, what kind of kid he is? I mean, basically the, the, the floor is yours. Um, yeah, so Justin Denson, just a great offer sheet. Great yeah. offer sheet, as you said, Alabama offer. We are looking at a kid that has um, <laughs> a lot of offers all over the country. And Oklahoma really wants him. Um, their insiders have been saying for a few weeks now that, that he is definitely a priority for them. And they thought they did a good job on his official visit this past weekend. But it seems like Michigan State also did a great job. And right now, um, based on what we've heard right now, I think Michigan State is the team to beat there. Um, still probably a couple days for Oklahoma to try to sway him. Yeah. Um, I don't think Alabama will be trying to sway him, but I think uh, Oklahoma's there and they're fighting until the end. So Michigan State or Oklahoma, and right now my money's on Michigan State there for the Rhode Island product. There we go. And that's going to bring us up to how many commits for this class, by the way, Justin? Should he commit on Saturday? So the question, Matt, there is would somebody commit before that? The breaking news air horn right there. Uh, <laughs> do you want to sprinkle a name out there or some initials or any other vague hints? The quarterback that preceded Seneca Wallace at, in Seattle might be his dad. I don't know if he preceded Seneca Wallace. Dual sport athlete, if anyone yeah. was confused oh, about what I was doing lacrosse, here. If you're listening to the podcast, see. you have no idea what I'm I doing. See. I so. thought you were doing like a violin or something. With That's a little cross stick. Yeah. I see. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he might be deciding here in the next few days is what I heard. Um, definitely, we're looking at days. We're not looking at hours, I don't think. I don't think he's committing tonight. Okay. Not looking at weeks either. So okay. looking at days, not hours or weeks. So 
it's possible, I guess. I shouldn't say it's guaranteed, but um, yeah, you could be looking at two more kids entering the fold on top of the nine right now. So by July 1st, you could be the class could be at 11 if things trend the way that we kind of think they will right now. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question here a little bit. MSU will have blank commits in its class by August 1st, but please don't answer that right now. That's called a cliffhanger, a teaser, okay. if you will, on this very professional podcast. At least nine, Matt, but we'll get to it later. Okay, that's good. Then <laughs> no one's decommitting by here on August 1st. That's very good to know. <laughs> Two kids from the West Coast that I'm just fascinated to know your insight on. Jason Brown, top 100 running back mm -hmm. from the Seattle area. And then DeAndre Carter, Southern California kid, top 150 offensive lineman. Mm -hmm. We talked last week. DeAndre Carter is USC's battle to lose. The Jason Brown thing, very interesting, though, because we were his only official visit. Like, yes. both those West Coast kids, is the dream alive for one, if not both of these kids right now, Justin? I do, not, I do not believe that DeAndre Carter is USC's to lose any longer. I believe now it is wide open, actually, between Michigan oh State, Texas, and Auburn. Oh, heavens. It appears that USC, We're so bad. Um, who We're has so bad. hosted him on many, many official visits, yeah. or sorry, unofficial visits, nah, officials, who cares? Um, have tried to land him several times, Yeah. Um, but he is uh, kind of determined to be diligent, um, to do his due diligence, to be methodical. He's not rushing into any decision just because USC is close by. Sure. As a result of that, USC has taken a few other interior offensive linemen. And I believe they have decided kind of that, hey, we'll, we definitely want him. We'll definitely still take him. Yeah, but they're no longer saving a spot in their class for him. And that only helps Michigan State. And they're still firmly in the mix. But I believe now sure. they have fallen into the backdrop a little bit. And it's going to be between... Texas, who he's supposed to visit in the fall, Auburn, who we visited the weekend before Michigan State, and Michigan State. Mm -hmm. And speaking of Jason Brown, Carter and Brown, now they don't know each other very well, I don't think. They're from opposite sides of that West Coast. Yeah. But I believe they got to know each other very well this past weekend in East Lansing. Um, talked here and there about playing together. I know package deals don't really work, even when kids have known each other for, for years, and let alone this. Of but course. If you're a running back, it actually does matter a lot when you hear a top 100, top 100 guard might be blocking for me if I choose to go here. And um, just, yeah, speaking more on Jason Brown, seems like uh, he's trending towards Michigan State. I know myself and Corey Robinson, we, we put those picks in, and we don't put them in lightly. Um, if a decision were to come today, we believe it would be Michigan State unequivocally. Decision is not coming today. No silent verbal has been given. Decision might not come until August. So whether or not Michigan State holds on, we will all find out together. But I do think that Michigan State has a notable and tangible lead for a top 100 running back from the Pacific Northwest. That's, that's, that's not how I thought that would go. That's very exciting, though. <laughs> uh, it turns out when you have a dynamic running back by the name of Kenneth Walker and you ship him out to the hometown NFL team yes. of Jason Brown, well, guess what? The top 100 running back is going to take note of that. God, that's uh, yeah. sensational. DeAndre Carter just really wants to play in the Eastern time zone, it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, good for him. I get it. I'd be sick of those 9 a.m. games, too, if I were him. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Sorry, I got to fan myself off there for a little bit here. Justin, I got a loaded question here. Yes. June. June. It's over. The month before July. The it, month after it, it May. can confirm month before July. That is true. Was it a success for Michigan State, you think? I believe so. Okay. Actually, no. I didn't see any Lamborghinis or Ferraris. 
But very good point. besides that, very good besides point. that, yeah. I think they did as well as they possibly could. We were sitting here talking just four weeks ago, Matt. Will they hit 10 commits by September? There were as many people in this studio as there were in the 2024 class. And I'm going to let everyone know here. There's, there's three people in this studio yes. right now. Uh, things yes. were looking bleak right. with a capital B yes. <laughs> to start the month. I believe we did a segment back at the last week of May. Okay. You, it was something along the lines of tell me something positive. Yeah. I, oh, had, yeah. Said, I had said <laughs> in that segment that just let's wait for June. People on the message boards, people on Twitter. How are they? Yeah. People in the live comments. Yeah, sorry. Actually, I actually have no idea. I've never looked at the live comments. A lot of Michigan fans, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> thanks Thanks for keeping the show um, <laughs> going. So we had every single angle that you can see. Yeah. Uh, everyone was saying, doesn't matter if it's only June, because there's still only three commits. There's no juice. I ask you. I and ask I'll you answer, then. And I'll answer you. Yeah. I ask you then. Why would there be juice at that point? Because all the recruits had seen up until that point was five and seven, and at most one day with the coaches on unofficial visits. Yeah. The program needed to spend two, three days with these kids. Yep. Really show them what the family culture that Mel Tucker and the staff are all about. That can't happen until official visits. So in order to overcome the five and seven season, you can't really do it January through May. It can only be done mostly in June. Mm -hmm. So all they had to do to set themselves up at that point was don't take someone you don't believe in, which they didn't, and make sure you have feasible targets visiting that you think you can land. And we're talking here about how they might have 11 by J July 1st. So I think, I don't know what the hit rate's going to end up calculating out to, but I think if you can land eight targets in a given June, I think that's a pretty good job. And that's not even counting after July 1st if a Nick Marsh or a Jason Brown or a DeAndre Carter decide during the, the summer, which I would still attribute to being successful official visits if that happens now. So, sure, um, it didn't look that great back then. There were some other um, hits to the program, like Keon Coleman leaving, BT Jordan leaving. I think a lot of any, anything else beyond that, I think anyone that was freaking out over this stuff, I, I really didn't agree with. But there were a couple of those hits and a lack of commits, but I don't really see how people were not expecting um, it to be any different than how May and, and April and March and all those months were. But this is kind of what I thought June would be. Now, I didn't think they would get Reggie Powers. I thought he was going to go no. to Ohio State. Sure. I didn't think they were going to make as much inroads with Kamar Mathudi or Dylan Williams. I didn't think it was going to go this well. But um, I thought, yeah, they're going to get their numbers up in June, and that's what they've done. And I think uh, as a result, the answer to your question is it was, it was successful. So right now at 24-7 Sports, Michigan State in the Big Ten, 14th ranked overall class. And this is something I noticed that you guys have done very recently. This is including USC and UCLA mm. because, well, they're going to be part of the conference in 2024. So that's, that, that's, a, that's a sad number. However, <laughs> however, one of my favorite things to look at when it comes to recruiting rankings is the average ranking. Because, mm. of course, with all sites, it's some combination of the amount of kids, mm -hmm. the stars they are. There's some formula yep. that's way over my head that yeah. I'm never going to even try to learn to understand. But the average recruit ranking, Michigan State right now, sixth. Okay, mm. so like, not like just on the right side of being in the middle of the Big Ten. So they only have nine commits right now, but the average of those kids is in the upper half of the Big Ten. And mm -hmm. again, just like you just said, off of five and seven season two, that's not too shabby. Yeah. So we're starting to see the light here at the end of June. And you know what happens, Matt, when you have um, a decent ranking and a lot of room, 
You have a solid foundation that yep. a new recruiting and scouting department has six months now yes. to backfill with targets for the rest of this cycle and get them up in the fall where kids have unlimited official visits now. You have a program that could possibly surpass expectations. Vegas win-loss uh, over-under, I believe, is five and a half. Five and a half. So you have a chance here. Mark D. Thorne is assembling a great staff. Yep. Uh, he's going to continue assembling a great staff, as he's not done yet. And he has hired Jenna Learn, Tyler Johnson, yep. to be directors of recruiting. Tyler is director of on camp, or sorry, director of recruiting operations. Yep. Jenna is director of on campus recruiting. You're going to have um, a great opportunity now to load up the recruiting board, unlike it has been in the past few months. Uh, Darius Hicks, you have as director of scouting now. Yep. I believe at least one more hire will be made, if not more. Okay. Sean Levy's still here. Sure is. There are. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a nice looking recruiting department, Matt, and especially in the portal. You know how it gets in December, how it gets in January. The opportunity here is endless. Spicy. To yeah. use these slots they have. Also, don't forget they're taking about twenty nine official visits into this second half of the recruiting calendar. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. So that's healthy. Again, it's it's setting up very well. I'm excited to see what all the new hires do. Yeah. And uh, one thing I will say is, Mark, uh, the guys he got hired at Virginia Tech, the guys and and the ladies that he had over there, mm -hmm. they all got promoted either to director of titles or they're in the league. And um, that plays. Yeah. That plays. Yeah. I had a chance to talk to him during uh, the camps in in June. Seems like a great guy. You can tell why um, people want to come work for him and, and why they speak highly of him afterwards and articles for The Athletic on his background and stuff like that. And um, going to be great. Going to be great to see what these guys can do here in the next six months. There we go. We should try to get on the show one day. Good idea. Pick his brain. Yeah. Force him to land David yes. Stone. <laughs> on air. As, As a recruiting yeah. violation, yeah. which you can't talk about. That's the commitment right there. It's just Mark Deathman <laughs> coming on the show and saying, we got him. Uh, that's, that's all it is. I like that. All right. There we go. Is it time, Matt? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It is. It is. Uh, <clears throat> two are facts. One is whack. Folks. That's right. Give it up. Give it up. Producer we, Owen with we will a have, standing ovation we will while have sitting down. Owen helping me out this time around. Okay. Well, I guess I guess he won't be helping me out. It'll I mean, be we'll, a we'll competitor. Work together. Yeah. He's going to celebrity okay. shot this. Let's work yep. together. Yeah. Okay. I Maybe believe we'll you guys. End up with the same one. We will have Maybe a unanimous we decision uh, amongst the both of us. Maybe. It's our last day here in the Woodward Sports Studio. So that's our theme here. Are Shows that we've done inside the Woodward Sports Studio Ooh. now. Again, I'm a newbie. I barely know what I'm doing. I, I joined in January, so it's going to be from episodes from the time I joined right. the second but, week of January. But you also guest starred in like. Wait, a wait I'm sorry. What? You you were with Brian for a few episodes. You guest starred. He said. I did. Yeah, I, I was fake Brian. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay. Two are facts. One is whack. I'm going to have three statements. Two are facts. One is whackual. Uh, all right. Are you guys ready to play Two Our Facts? One is whack. The theme is our shows in the last yes. six months here. Oh, it's about the shows? Yes, that's it may or may not be. So if you're a loyal listener, <laughs> which Wolverine <laughs> Nation stand excited. up, uh, this is going to be your time to shine here because you guys never miss an episode. Uh, all right. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. 
This is Justin. This what's your record, by the way? Seven and fourteen, I believe, Matt. Hmm. Statement number one: Your six. two are facts. One is whack. Record as it stands right now is worse than Michigan's bowl record in the last twenty-one Ooh. outings <laughs> wow. for the Wolverines. <laughs> That's that is. Let me say that again. Right there. Your two are facts. One is whack. Record as it stands right now is worse. False. That's than, a false one. I don't need to hear the other two. <laughs> no, 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 wow, hold we're coming in hot here. Second one. The Kate and Hauser interview episode was our most viewed show mm. since January. The Kate and Hauser interview mm. show was our most viewed show since January. Statement number three. John Borovich was our longest interview mm. by minutes. Of course, the recruiting from guy over Michigan State basketball. Start yeah, from, duration of him yep. being on the okay. Yep, on the duration screen. of him being on. Like, who, who did we hold hostage on here the mm. longest in our player or coach <laughs> interviews? John Borovich was, was our was, longest. Yeah, interview. it has to be JB. That, that, that was a long one. Uh, that was such a fa fascinating interview, too. I loved it. It was. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah well, it has to be the first one. Probably is, but, but how confident are you? I'm very confident. Wow, VC, very <laughs> confident. <laughs> I think he's trying to hide. He's trying to smile. He's trying to hide his smile right now. Maybe, yeah. yeah. It might be like Michigan's yeah. like not seven and fourteen. They might be like eight <laughs> and thirteen. And yeah. Are we are we doing like record like wins wise? Are we talking like just total percentage win? I mean, no, either, no, no, he's no. the last okay, twenty one so, so outings. So it's the same. Twenty one of these. Okay. So it's the last twenty one Michigan bowl games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and it's got to be that one. Seven and fourteen is a brutal record. Because it makes sense well, okay. that the Caton one is the most viewed episode. It makes sense that John. I mean, was Coach the Cap had a lot though too. But sure did. Do you remember how much Caton had? I do not. Not even close. I don't think I've ever checked the views on a single Cap, one. Of Cap these. was a lot though. I will. I do remember that. I don't know specifically, but I guess we'll go number one then. Yeah, locking it in. Your record. Is now better. Wow. Then Michigan's bull record in the last 21 games win percentage wise. Uh, so, your two are facts. One is whack record as it stands right now is worse than Michigan's bull record in the last 21 outings. <laughs> no, that's not true, actually. You guys are both the same, actually, before this episode started. You were both 7 and 14 in your last 21 attempts to do something right. Mm. Except Michigan just plays one opponent. And two effects, one is whack. You're kind of to playing against right. two or three opponents, right. if you will. So we're going to skew the numbers to your favor right there, Justin. Excellent. The Kate House interview was definitely our most viewed show. The Coach Kaplan was very close. No doubt okay. about that. That, that, that was very close. And is that second? Is that number two? You see, you know, I if I was good at this, I would have written this down <laughs> as the <laughs> newest second. Uh, but no, I'm not. You, I, obviously, like on the podium, I think in the top three was the uh, uh, Odell Bretham. Yeah, episode. It was. Like that, that, was. One, that one was popping. Yeah. That, that was a good go. one. Yeah, yeah uh, the Jackson Kohler one I think did really well. The Carson Cooper one, but mm -hmm. anyway, the John Borovich uh, interview was our longest interview. We held that man hostage for about 21 minutes. Coach you... Cap got close. He got very close. Was in second? Or was it like? How, did, you oh, check yeah, every did you check each one? I, I, I did. I did check each one. Yeah. Okay. Now, did I write them down? No. I, I checked the Borovich one. I was like, all right, is anyone going to beat twenty-one minutes and thirty seconds? And then like, no. Yeah. No one did. Coach Cap was close. The okay. both both the the Kohler and Cooper interviews were close. Tyrell okay. Henry was actually up there as well. Okay. That might be my favorite one that we've done. Yeah. What's the longest episode? Do you know that one? I see. No, I I, I did not. I'm sorry. Owen's say. just putting Matt on the spot to say, I don't know. That's not well, what a producer I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm right trying to right do the now. Yeah. Every time I was like, well, 
let's go to Mug Night after this episode. It would be like, let's oh, go bro, into yeah. every conspiracy you, you know, theory you know I possibly yeah. could. I, we should ask you. Yeah, what was our longest episode? Oh, it's probably the one that Dude, you wanted us to end the soonest. March. So. It had yeah. to be. I feel like it was a March. Probably. You guys would be on like a March yeah. Madness ta- tangent. Yes, 100%. Oh, everything yeah, like yeah. that. And then you'd be like, conspiracy. Yeah, the Chinese like, basketball match fixing, the Roger yeah. Clemens PED yeah. use episode. That one was long. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I got my mug in hand and I'm waiting for you guys to finish. Right. Owen's whole crew's already at Luha's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're just letting this guy sweat. They've already gone through two bags of shoestring fries. Yeah, poor guy. No, sorry, but thank you. Uh, the, yeah, the, the big dually episode was an hour and eight minutes. Uh, wow. so big dually interview, Jalen Sami committed and then just like talking recruiting. I mean, it's, wow. and I'm pretty sure before that episode, we said, all right, it'll be a short show today. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. always this how it works out. Be the longest episode. The rumor has it. Is that true? Well, this, oh, I ain't leaving until it's Friday at 6 a.m. Like we're, okay. we're doing, we're doing a radio thon right now. Yeah. I'm right. in the office tomorrow. You guys are on your mm, own. Where are well, you? I don't know. What we, we, Woodward, rumor is Woodward's not going to stop the show. We're just going to keep alternating in people. <laughs> is that right? SD oh, oh I see. Yeah. We're just going to keep pushing. Yeah. That's right. So our tour effects one is whack. Yeah, eight and fourteen in the Woodward studio. Yeah, eight That's and fourteen strong. in the Woodward studio. That's drawn. Yeah. Is that? Are you happy with that, Justin? No. Okay. No. But I'm happier than if I was restart? seven and fifteen. Or does that record restart with you guys leaving? Yeah. Sure. It? Yes. Sure. I vote for that. I, I think you should do an overall and then kind of like a conference record sort of thing. Yeah. Yes, it's yes. kind of like USC and UCLA like yeah. switching conferences. You know, right, 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 it's right. it's a new era. Like you still have your history, yeah. but who cares it's, about that anymore? It's, it's yeah. like when like if you're um, a major league baseball player and at the trade deadline you get traded from the American League to the <laughs> right. National League, that's exactly yeah. what these stats right. are going to yeah. be like, where they have yeah. to reset. They reset hard. Do they still do that now, even though the DH is gone? I don't. Think so, but uh, let's not let okay. facts get in the way of yeah. anything. You know, who cares? Right? It'll be like the postseason. You know, yeah. like yeah. that's true. These are, the, yeah. This was preseason, right? And then now it'll be the regular season. Yeah. My favorite thing in the postseason is like when it's game two and some guy had like a four for five day the day before. It's like petting average eight hundred. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> opening, this guy's a great god. <laughs> opening weekend, game two. Yes. <laughs> leads the league with three RBI. Yup. Yup. Exactly. Right. Yes. Matt, so, I believe you have another new ooh. segment. Yeah, no. Now this one's very complex. I I hope everyone's sitting down. I hope everyone is very sober, clear of mind right now because this takes a lot of explaining. That's not Justin. Oh, just just, Justin was hitting the bottle hard before this episode. (laughs) Let me tell you, keeping Uh, Pepsi in stock. Yeah, yeah, you were. He's a caffeine addict. (laughs) The segment is true or false. I don't know. Can you explain it? Well, I'm going to say a statement, and then you just got to decide if it's true or false. Uh, Are you waiting? Is he guessing, or he knows, or like, what? How does this work then? The question is in the eyes of the interpreter, which is Justin here. So he's going to. Well, give us an example. Give us just a fake question. I'll throw it out there. Sure. Yeah, let's start with question one. All right. Penn State is the team to beat for Nick Marsh. Oh, I would say false. I would say that Michigan State is the team to beat for Nick Marsh. Oh my god. I would say. Wow, we just dropped the AirPod. Oh, God, Justin, you have no idea how high my hopes are for Nick Marsh. Like, yeah. Here I am as a full grown okay? man. I'm 31 years old, all you... right? I got a kid. I got another one on the way. And do you know what I care about the most in life right now? Is turning on those huddle highlights. Is watching Nick Marsh highlight tapes and praying to God every single night that he commits to Michigan State. I don't it's know sad, what that means for you. But it's kids, also that important. But... So. Yeah. We are going to have um, a close eye on the next several days believe we are looking at nine days until it is decision day for Nick Marsh. I do not believe he has articulated to any of the schools where he plans to go. Okay. 
everyone will be trying their hardest to sway him here in the coming days. But with that said, I think they're all going to be taking shots at Michigan State in order to try to, to try to swing things back into their favor. Coach Hawkins, Mel Tucker, even Jay Johnson spent a lot of time with, with Nick um, during this past OV. And, um, you know, the reason that I never, ever put that Penn State pick in back in the middle of June, early June, late May, even though Penn State probably was the leader at those times. Sure. The reason I never put in that pick was because Penn State has a lot of good selling points. Um, their coach might try their hardest, his hardest to lose a lot of games, <laughs> despite having very good units and a lot of guys in the he, NFL. He does go out of his way to do that. Yes. Yeah. They put a lot of guys in the NFL. Stadium is really electric. Sure. Um, they average probably 10 wins uh, a season during this tenure. The fact of the matter, though, is that when Nick Morris took his Michigan State official visit, that was the only one where his entire family was there. I took the words out of my mouth. Yes. Yes. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's because the whole family, they're diehard Michigan State fans. They have Mel Tucker posters in the house. Probably not. Yeah. But guess what? Location. That's not something that anyone else can recreate. And even if the only reason they visited Michigan State, all of them, was because of location, and that's the only thing, they have no allegiance or affinity beyond that for Michigan State. Nick knows that for the falls, the next four years, all this, the fall Saturdays, that's going to be the case once again. The family can come watch him every single fall Saturday in East Lansing. They can't do that anywhere else. And that feeling of family that he gets from the access of being close to home and the feeling of family that he always thought Michigan State had, yep. I thought that was always going to sway him back no matter what. And... Um, Seems like it did. Now let's see if they can keep that over the next nine days. I, I, I'm trying so hard. Because, look, we, we, we've been burned on a lot of recruiting battles. We've also won a lot, too. Like, I'm not just going to forget the good times, but, like, the bad times are the scars that you look down and remember when you see them. And I tell myself, like, I'm not going to get worked up over a kid again. No, yeah. not a high school kid. Justin, I, I've put my entire emotional energy into this kid. <laughs> what has helped me – look, you're the recruiting expert – I'm just the idiot fan over here. What's yeah. helped my brain is that understand that like Penn State, and again, this is probably your 15th time hearing this for me. What they're really good at is we are Penn State. Is the we are Penn State chance, but also on the oh, recruiting yeah. visits is either getting the kid to commit right there on the spot or at least leading for them. You know, like yeah. they've got a good recruiting department over there. The yeah. fact that he left Happy Valley without the we are commitment post and, you know, is wearing all the flashy gear and everything like that. Now give me some pause. It's like, okay, this, this race might be wide open here. Okay. We'd live to see another official visit, if you will. So the, the pressure cooker there is it's hot in, East, in, mm. uh, in Beaver Stadium. He may possibly have even indicated to them that he was going there. Fact of the matter, though, is that it doesn't matter until public commitment is made. Some may even argue it's not, it doesn't matter until signing day, but... It uh, might have been closer than you thought with that coming to play, coming to fruition. But here we are, nine days away, and I think Michigan State sits in the lead. Matt, you talked about your um, the priority is Nick Marsh over your own kids. What does that mean for your kind of family? Oh, you were not. <laughs> Luckily, no one in my family watches this show. So, uh, that's, yeah, uh, we're just going to skirt right by that here. Um, yeah, look, when my kid becomes six foot four and can moss every single kid that he goes up against, like that, that, that'll start paying attention to you a little bit. What, what's that? Just give it 13 years. 
Uh, he'll 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 be a uh, highly high rated three star. Okay. Yeah, we it, we, right. we get it out the mud in the Sheehan family. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, nothing too flashy here, but no. True, True Chance will give him a bump at his yeah. Uh, camp. Yeah, there you go. at the Hope College camp that he goes to. Yeah, he'll <laughs> he'll move from a two star to a low three star. It'll be great. No, uh, don't foresee. Me myself being like all of five foot nine, and then my lovely wife being five foot two. Don't think that the little tyke is going to be a highly rated six recruit four. one day. I see if they, we're going to have some questions here if he becomes six foot four. We, we might have a Mori <laughs> episode on our hands, but until then, like <laughs> we'll we'll take it easier and just focus on golf right now. Oh. That's that's okay for yeah. us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, God, I just. I'm, I'm I'm back in, man. I started June <laughs> like ah oh, three commits, like ah uh, you know what? If not for nothing, at least I don't got any hope. You know, like uh, there's <laughs> so something to be said about up that. Then we're back, bro. I'm, I'm back in all the way. Okay, I'm back in all the way. Yeah. You know what? I I said that I was going to ask you how many commits would Michigan State have by August first, and I never circled back to that lines. question. Yeah. Do you want to just hit that really quick? Let's hit that really quick. Jesus, no. I'm an Let amateur at this. It. Let me calculate in my head. <laughs> yeah. Carry the one, divide by three, multiply by four, take the square root of you it. Is it August first? August first. August first. Okay. August first. Yeah. And while while he's waiting, Matt, how many kids will you have? Well, uh, num- number two is coming uh, during the Maryland game, right. which <laughs> like wow. Tell me, stressful. Five, six. That's that's gonna eight. be it's, it's sweet too. I okay. will estimate and say thirteen. 14, 13-ish. Wow! Let's say 13 and a half is where you set the over-under. But how many Whoa. stars do they these kids have? Oh, I can't do that much math in my head okay. on. Oh, I was going to be happy if the number was like 11. You know? Yeah. Wow. Well, that makes you smile. Yeah. Okay. What if he's lying to you? Very possible. That's fine. Then lie to me. I don't care. I'm <laughs> having a possible. great time right now. My, my vibe is astronomical right now. Uh, all right. Second true or false question. I'll, I'll go a step further. I'll even say what I was thinking. Mm, I let's didn't want, hear it. I, let's I, hear it. Mind, mindset right now. Again, this is being recorded at 9.07 Eastern Time um, on June 28th, which is a Wednesday, in the year 2023. Yep. So mm. a lot can change. Things can change in 24 hours. Kids can wake up tomorrow and feel completely different about our program. Yeah. So when someone tries to snip this to dunk on me in seven weeks. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Have at it. Sure. Yeah. The blueprint that I see to 13 to 14 commits is you're looking at Henry Hasselbeck. Looking at Justin Denson, that gets you up to 11. Tremar Harris is announcing on June 30th. He's still pretty much split between Purdue and Michigan State. June 30th? Yes, That's very, very high. soon. Very okay. soon. Okay. Uh, could be Purdue. Could be Michigan State. I know he loves the new uh, Graham Harrell sales yeah. pitch of the, the air raid they're going to try to attempt there. Um, but he likes Coach Hawk. He likes Coach Tucker. Let's just include him for now. So that's up to 12, right? Let's include Nick Marsh. That's at 13 right away. Yeah. Now. I guess I see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And Jason Brown said he would commit maybe in August. Let's say he possibly commits. That gets you to 14, right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe you take Shamar Harris out of there. Possibly you get back to 13. Um, or he doesn't commit and you do get Shamar Harris. So you're in that 13 to 14 range. Okay. And this is with no other surprise that I can't think of right now. Um, 
it's yeah it's just maybe like if jamari howard recommits i guess then you're looking at 14 to 15 sure, right. so like that's a conservative but like still including some big fish and uh deandre carter maybe he doesn't take that texas official in the fall and he commits now or he commits now and takes that in the fall so it's you're looking at like a solid 13 maybe 14 what's the floor what do you mean what's oh what's the floor yeah, yeah. Like 13 i would say um wow okay they somehow, I guess, if, if Marsh swings back to Penn State or Pitt offers every single asset that they have in their football department, then I, I guess that balances out by them getting somebody like DeAndre Carter or Jason Brown in that scenario, or maybe a Kamar Mathudi or a Dylan Williams if they decide not to go and play at Oregon, both of them, and, and be in battle for positioning. So it's very possible. But That'd be sick. Yeah. There we go. Are you ready for true or false number two? I am. On the Twitter sphere, hey, or mm. as you're just walking around the campus of Michigan State University, you Tempting. might notice on that giant scoreboard, the date 7 28 23 is up there. So, true or false, Justin, you know what's happening on July 28th. He does. I wish I did, man. <laughs> I know. wish we all did. I do, I do think, I do think that somebody out there must know. Who who do you Ooh. think probably knows oh. other than Darian Harris obviously yeah. and the people yeah if you had a guess what throw out a name probably the, the chief. people should attack on Twitter probably the know. chief everyone chief DM'd yeah the chief. Chief. yeah okay. everyone chief. chief told me Maybe. Yeah. Oh, you did it? yeah he did oh you're right chief told me he knew too <laughs> well, he yeah. tweeted out seven twenty eight twenty three so this is true chief has to know so right? everybody yeah. right now is watching this DM the chief yeah tell him they said on the SC4L show that. You know what 728 is. Um, and, uh, yeah, just harass him and provide him yeah. until your account DMs, gets deleted whatever, for spam. Whatever you I, like I do, do want to mention more about this tweet. So it says, never forget this is home mm. with the picture of the scoreboard with 728.23. Don't forget the emoji. It, the dog emoji. Yeah. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. That's right. I think Spartan Dog Con is that same yes, weekend. Yes, that is correct. However, never forget this. The N is capitalized, the F is capitalized, and the T is capitalized. Mm -hmm. Now, with that said, let me get ahead of this right now. I, look, I, I, I know this is a Michigan State show. I, I'm a huge Michigan State fan. I love Michigan State more than anything on this world. If it's an NFT, I swear to God. I, <laughs> what will you do? Matt, we want to see a video. If, if it's an NFT, probably gonna be a really what big, would you do? Probably going to be a really big Badger fan going forward here uh, or just devote my life to... fickle? Okay. Yeah, probably, or just like devote my life to something like meaningful, well, like finance or healthy living. Some, I don't know. Matt, Matt becoming a day trader to to spite yeah, yeah. the NFT. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I'm gonna tank cryptocurrency out of spite for another <laughs> NFT reveal. Right. Anyway, <laughs> let's say that NFT is the acronym here. I've heard two good schools of thought. Mm, what new, are they? New football turf or new field turf. Okay. Which, like, if it's actual astroturf, that. I do it's like the natural dumb, grass. Still. Yeah, me too. But what if it's like a dumb. new field design, if you will? You know, I don't like, care. Ooh, that'd be like a gruff Sparty at midfield. Ooh, what or about neon end zones? Right, yes, right, right. that's what I was gonna say. What about I, if I they? Know. What about if the if the neon uniforms are out and a neon field like Boise State is no, in? No, no, <laughs> no. Could you imagine Please, your no. eyesight dude, after so that game? For that. Dude, I'm yeah. standing in the field and I'd be like, dude, this is way too bright in my feet. 
bro, like, imagine driving home. It's a green light yeah, on Lake you, Lansing. You you're not going to see the light. You're going to blow you right through it. it. I, I no don't see the traffic that, lights. and I hope it's not that. No. The other one I heard is new football threads. Mm. It's possible. Mm. All black unis, are they going to be in the mix finally? Oh, God. They better be in the mix. So it's about time, nice. right? It is about time. Yeah. It is past time. Or could it be new frosty treats? Like melting mm. moments, isn't it? Or melting moments melting 2.0. Mo- dude, if they took away melting moments, I'd probably cry. I'd cry. We need to do an hour on how they need to bring back Tim Horton's hot chocolate from like two episodes ago. Right. I need to continue. We'll just clip sure. that. You, you yeah, guys did a good true. job. You, you can edit you that. Talked into about this that one. for like ten minutes. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Please edit that until the end of this one. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> you could. The other know. thing I've written down for NFT. Maybe this is how they reveal alcohol sales. No fireball tax. Oh, that's okay. That's right. I don't think that's a Shooters thing. of Fireball at Spartan Stadium are $2, no tax shot. at all. No. Why, you think it would be $1? $0. <laughs> Even just free Fireball <laughs> upon arrival. Of, yes. <laughs> yep. There we go. Free For the primetime night game. Can you imagine what that CMU game would be like if it's free Fireball? Or the Michigan game? I'll, no, t- just, I'll tell you what. Not, the guys, audience. we're just talking. We're coming off Welcome Week. Mm-hmm. Free Fireball. Yep. Where, where, where? What would this campus look like? What would, what would East Lansing? What, what would remain of East Lansing? Rubble, like ash, <laughs> probably. And the chips would never convert on third down. Like that's that's for sure. I, I know a few things that it would right. just be right. a desolate parking lot right. in East Lansing after that, and then the, the, the chips would just go over fourteen on third down. But I got a true or false question for you, Matt. Yo, let's go. True or false? Okay. When Michigan State. Wins the national championship. Okay. He will be in the red cedar. True or false? I'm like I'm like Matt, Matt was about to be in the red cedar when they won ten games last year. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> if I'm not physically at the game, right? Yeah, okay. I'll, okay, I'll well, find my way in the red cedar. Would you be in the red? Oh, at cedar. some point, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'll swim from Harrison to Hubbard in, in the Red Cedar if they win a national title. No question. Have you Either ever, sport. Have you ever been in the Red Cedar before? Not knowingly. Not not to memory. Oh. <laughs> some fuzzy nights in East Lansing. Yeah. Some you get back do with you your pants soaked. Do you ever end up like, near like, the Red Cedar? Like where? Say what? Sorry? Do you ever are, end are, up? are you asking me if the Red Cedar was around when I was a student? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, were you ever like, oh, I'm about to jump in? Not clear of mine, at least. <laughs> Again. A lot of blurry nights really, up there. That's never yeah. really been a thing for me. But that's good. That's good. But See, we we had talked about citizens that. here on the show. We talked about that in 2021 when yeah we weren't so confident that Michigan State would win. My friends were talking about jumping in the red cedar. Oh yeah. And then oh, yeah. ultimately they won, but they did not jump in, so they mm. kind of backed out. But frauds. Yeah. Frauds. I feel like this year, if we did beat Michigan, they would jump in. Oh my God! If they beat it's Michigan gonna be cold. Yeah, I'll, that's good. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a weekend sooner than it was. In yes, it, it's the twenty first. So. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It might be later in the day though. Yeah. Well, we don't know what the TV contract, everything like that. Who's got first pick? Everything like that. I heard it's a two a.m. Ohio game this State year. and Penn State also yeah, are that weekend, and who yeah. knows what that weekend is always. Be. I think Ohio State Penn State is going to be big known. And I think uh, but what what if Fox doesn't get first pick? Like who knows who gets first pick though? That's the thing. Does NBC, CBS, or Fox get first pick? I'm like sixty two percent sure that it's going to be later you than it, it was the last time. Do so you think like three thirty? You think NBC? Would you CBS or NBC? What's your pick right now? Late game. You think an NBC later slot? I think. Seven or eight. I think it's going to be the latest well, slot they have. Like not sure if it's seven thirty. Yeah. Not sure if that's eight, but yeah. that's my guess. 
Not Intel, not sources. Just, just. Yeah, we're just guessing. Kind of heard it was printed like, that way last year on the machine. If they both undefeated, game. then if NBC had first pick, they would 100% take that, you know? But, like, who knows? Yeah, I know. If I had to place a bet, I'd say it's going to be dark. I would say that would – I would predict that would be the second pick of that weekend, If even if Michigan State wasn't that good. Right. Or, like, whoever. Like, if yeah. Ohio State – Always Pennsylvania draws eyes. Yeah. 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 We'll find out. What's the next one, Matt? Well, I was going to say this one, but I, I forgot I'm, I'm around two youths right now. So, uh, oh, he, how old are you? Hear me, guys. I'm, I'm uh, 81 years old. Oh. I, I, yeah. True or false? Okay, this is a game that's been getting a lot of buzz on Twitter in the last 48 hours. The 2013 football game against Notre Dame is the greatest MSU what-if of the last 15 years. What about that, what about that year we lost to Nebraska? 15. Was that 15? So the thing with that is, like, nothing ever changed because we right. still had to beat Ohio State on the road. Even if we won that game, right. The, right. The, the road to Indianapolis still ran through Columbus. Right. And, like, after I, I threw every single beer can and piece of glass and plates against the wall yeah. after the Nebraska game, I had a moment of clarity. I was like, that, in the grand scheme of things, it actually doesn't matter because even if we lost to Ohio State next week, like, we wouldn't have gone to Indy right. anyway. So, right. like, what if had we beaten... Ohio State at Ohio State in 2021. Mm. I, I just there would be a three-way tie, and Ohio State oh would God. go. Michigan the, would never go for a what, what if for me? Yeah, it has Michigan. to be close to have happening. Like it, it needed to be a yeah. bare mess. That that well, that's, that that's, really sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Are we just talking strictly football? Are we talking no, basketball? Any, no, no, any, no, any, any, any. What yeah. about that? Had that Ohio had that. Iowa game not happen this year for basketball. Would you still be living, Matt? <laughs> my, my, I would have at least three years on the end of my life for sure. But like, I think for the for, for the team that actually helped him, maybe because like, right. if there's one thing that that team knew the rest of the season, and honestly, like with the mm-hmm. quarter leadership they have coming back this year into this year, if there's mm. one thing that group of guys knows mm. is that that game ain't over until the clocks read zero, right. zero, zero, like that. Right. So yeah. that game sucked, but like it's gonna be a good lesson to learn. Yeah. Right. My yeah. my biggest my biggest what if and it doesn't it's not even close. Okay, it, nothing is. I don't know if it fits in the criteria because it's not something that actually happened. It's something that didn't happen. It's okay. my junior year, that Michigan State team, Cash is his senior year. No, yeah. that's hundred percent. Right. No, he's yeah. right. Hundred percent. Right. That's yeah. the biggest what if. Nothing right. will come close. What to if 100%. that guy in China never ate that bat? Like that's <laughs> wow. That that that's they, our what if. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be something that I think about. For forever, Dude, we'll yeah. never know. Yeah. Can you, Matt? I want to know. I want to if I could ever invite invent like a multiverse kind of thing. Yeah, I would go into multiverse to see if Michigan State had won that year. So I think that makes it the greatest what if, right? Yeah. So especially yeah, of, of recent be. history for sports wise. Yeah, I'm just gonna say at least. because look, I, I know that there's a lot of talk about this 2013. Like, oh, if they beat Notre Dame, they would have been 13 and 0 going into the national title game. Something really weird has happened. Again, if you're not online or on Twitter, you, you are living a fantastic lifestyle. You're very healthy. But, like, there's a weird thing where, like, there's a lot of people saying, like, oh, Michigan State fans are idiots for thinking they could have beat Florida State in 2013. Yeah, that makes – right. We're idiots for what would have been fans of a 13-0 and team that just beat the number two team in the country in the Big Ten title game. Right, we're idiots for thinking that we would have a shot against Florida State. Like, somewhere, 
in the last 48 hours. It, it might be the air quality. Uh, it might be messing up everyone's brain. It, it's messing up yours. It, no, I'm the only one that has clarity, it seems like, when it comes to this. Like, everyone is like, oh, Michigan State had no shot in that game. Like, top three defense in the country. Right. Okay, an offense I was humming by the end of the season. Like, mm. would we beat Florida State more times than not? No, probably not. No. Right. I think Michigan State wins maybe three out of those ten games. Right? Michigan State in 2015, on the road to Ohio State. Let's right. go back to that game. Yeah. They win maybe .2 of those ten games. Right? Yeah. And they still found a way to do it. So, yeah. Like, call us MSU fans crazy for thinking that there would have been, if the Notre Dame calls didn't happen, 13-0 and team. Would have competed against Florida State. Like, oh, you guys only had two NFL first-round cornerbacks? Like, yeah, that's pretty. That's generational. That's really good. What, what about what if 2013, mm -hmm. when we won that Rose Bowl, mm -hmm. the college football playoffs had existed? See, that's, a, that's another great one. Would they have won the national championship? That's another great one. Who knows? You at least get the shot. But that's the thing. But it's that's like, like, yeah, that would never happen. But. I know. And, like, I, I don't bend myself out of shape about 2013. Like, I'm not losing sleep no. because, like, oh, we didn't no. go to the national title. Because, like, the rest of the season went pretty okay. Like, oh, Absolutely. we didn't win a national title. So awesome. our no, it was awesome. Dude. Right. Our silver Absolutely medal was awesome. winning the Big Ten title, winning the Rose Bowl. Like, it was, they, it's fine. They maxed out that year. Like, yes. besides the loss, yeah. that was yeah. as good as you could do. Yeah. Another one is obviously, like, if, if Giddy Potts – didn't go nuclear for Middle Tennessee <laughs> State in 2016. Like, <sighs> would you have lost the next the, weekend? Though? For me, kind of though, like if if it's that removed from the end result, that's kind of what takes. Because yeah. I even thought about like right. this year's Michigan State team. Oh, mm -hmm. dude, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they win the national title, but like and Florida Atlantic in the next round. Um, probably San another. Diego State yeah. in the next Who round after that. Like they probably just not going to nuts. UConn, probably. I don't think they beat UConn. Yeah, yeah. So like UConn was a NBA right. team by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Turner Hawkins going to be nice. But still, ninth Final Four banner. Yeah, exactly. That, Something to say about that. National I mean, championship game. So if, if I can go way back and, and use like my last fifteen year window. Oh, and you weren't even born then, uh, JT. You were about two years old. This was, was two thousand nine when Caleb Lucas. Yes, yeah, so when I was eleven. Yeah. Right, like I said, uh, <laughs> 2009, uh, Kalen Lucas blowing his leg out like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. They went to the Final Four that year, but I mean, you know, Lu uh, sorry, Corey Lucius can only carry them so much. But again, that for for you young pops, that, that might as well have been two eras ago. So, <laughs> but no, there's there's a lot of good what ifs, and like I'm, I'm trying to think of like some yeah. some what ifs that like happened good for Michigan State. Like, what if R.J. Barrett? Had, what if Kenneth Walker had never come to Michigan State? Uh, of course, that's, that's, that, a, that's, that's a, a bad kind of one. If that's a bad that's kind of what one. we're saying. That, no, we're I, saying, I think it's a good one. Actually, yeah. Uh, like, okay. what, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like, you know what? My favorite. What if in the good thing for Michigan State is, what if R.J. Barrett missed that free throw at the end of the game like he was supposed to? Mm. Because right. Zion Williamson was yeah. scaling. I believe it was Kenny Goins back, and you know who wasn't getting any fouls called against them was yeah. Yes. Zion Williamson. Yes. He have you ever watched Free Solo? The, the guy rock yes. climbing. Yeah. That's what Zion Williamson looked arm, like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what Zion Williamson looked like as he was climbing up Kenny going. If he missed that free throw, Zion easily grabs that rebound, right. tip slam, dukes up two right. points going into the end here. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, they would have been carry the tie game. Mm -hmm. That's what it would have been. Yeah. Who knows? Who absolutely knows? That so that that's my favorite one if they haven't good for Michigan State. Like if RJ Barrett he, he, that's how much he sucked at free throw shooting. Which I couldn't believe. Like this guy's a lottery yeah. pick. You know, decent shooter on the floor. Right. On the free throw line, he's 65%. Yeah. Clanks the first one. Right. Tries to miss the second one. Yeah. Is so bad at free throws that he makes it on accident. And then, <laughs> all right, 
Sparty up one point. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hit on this ball. And yeah. So, what, yeah, that, that, that's another great what if that happened you know, good for Michigan State. What yeah. if D'Antonio had never worked out at Michigan State? Where would Michigan State be? <laughs> oh, we, Jesus. Yeah, I, that's, that's an incredible really one. really think about, like... Because <laughs> that third year under D'Antonio, not good. Six and six. Right. Lost to Central Michigan. Fired, what if they had fired him after that? Right. Year? Yeah, or, or you want to take it even a step further. I would love to. Remember those first couple of years of Tom Izzo? Correct. I don't remember that. What if they fired? Yeah, allegedly they, fired they were not good. If you had not held on, yeah, you know, ridden the wave, like believed in the guy you had originally believed in. Yeah. Who knows? You right. know. Had, what if Michigan had fired Jim Har- Harbaugh before year seven? Yeah. Which all, all everyone at that school wanted them to do. Correct. Or I should say the fan base. Sure. I, I mean, I feel, but I feel like everyone around the country felt that way. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I'll be the first yeah. to say that I was wrong about I, how the yeah, rest of the tenure went. Yeah. 2019 Big Ten Tournament Championship, Michigan State versus Michigan in basketball. Mm, that was a fun Iggy Brasdakis, did he blow kisses? Like They were up 12 or something. He did something boisterous. Mm. Well, Matt and the McQuaid game turned crazy. right there. What if Matt McQuaid had never gone nuts? What if, what if Kyle Arns never sprained Kyle his ankle? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think the sprained ankle lit yeah. a fuse under Matt McQuaid. Like, yeah. I'm so, like This is terrible. Uh, Kyle, I'm sure that hurt a lot. But thank you for yeah. taking one for the team there, because I think that lit a fire under Matt McQuaid never seen before, because uh, he went nuclear at the end of that game. That was <laughs> a lot of fun at the end of that one. What, what if fun. MSU had beaten Alabama in the college football playoff game? We're in Michigan oh, State. Who did, who did Alabama even play in 2015 after that game? Was it Oklahoma or was it Clemson? Well, they won, so... Right, they, they, they beat... A, it's probably Oklahoma Clemson, Clemson, right? Because I think after that is when Clemson started to get revenge a couple times. Okay. I could be wrong. That checks out. Yeah. Shockingly, after we lost 37-0, didn't really care to watch a national title game that year. So, like, I have no, no memory of watching that. Yeah. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. Um, here's one. And this is, like, the one thing about Izzo that, like, I think is his best you know, trait or stat, if you will. He's got so many great accolades against Clipboard him. breaking? No, it's not Clipboard uh, okay. breaking. It, it's a tournament streak. Yes. Like, his tournament streak, like, is, like, my favorite ended? thing about him. Yeah. What if... Who who told him about Aaron Henry? Was it Gary Harris? Let him yeah, on to Aaron Henry? Yeah, yeah, and his father. Right, what, 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 it, like, because Aaron Henry. That never happened, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, basketball, team sport. Yeah. Everyone contributes to a win and a yeah. Aaron, Aaron Henry dragged that team yeah. to the tournament in yeah. the last two weeks of that season. So, like, if Gary Harris never said, hey, it's got down here in Indiana. Yeah. Right. Not too shabby. Over here at Ben Davison High. Yeah. You might want to take a look at him. Ended up being the best player of that class. Yeah. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Yeah. That dude was hilarious, too. Penny? <laughs> Solid quotes. Yeah, like... He'd you be don't applaud like, a fish for swimming? Yeah. <laughs> my first ever yeah. press conference over Zoom, it was Henry and I think it was, like, Chris Lowry or somebody, like, asked him, like, looking out the window, driving on the bus, what was it like, like, looking out in your home, you know, because he's from Indiana? Yeah, yeah. Henry's like, well, it was snowing, so I didn't see much. Okay. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. I got one more true or false. Yes. JC. And this is for you. Like, we, we had the conversation a little bit ago. Just, like, talk about, like, your work in the industry and everything like that. Yes. I want to keep going on that. That was yeah, a good conversation I, we had. Yeah, those are good. Those are good convos, for sure. True or false? False. Mm. Crystal balls. True. Cause a headache. True. I knew where this was going right before you even finished yeah. the sentence. Hate them. Hate them, Matt. Obviously, they're a massive part what of the industry. Doing, like, predictions <laughs> in the recruiting service, it, like, they drive the attention and everything. Yes. 
But for you, what's it like being the man on the inside for? And if anyone watching doesn't know what a crystal ball is, it, it's the prediction for where a kid in high school is going to go when you guys yes. have a hunch of where they're going to go. Right. You know, like it's your prediction for the school they're going to commit yes. to. Yes. Hate them, Matt. I break down the consumer base into two segments. Yeah. One, the fans that like really are into recruiting, they check daily what the message boards say. They get all the intel, right? Yeah. Then there's the fans that they don't really care much about any recruiting developments other than crystal balls, commitments, and letters of attempt being filed in. Just those three things. Now, the second batch of people there, the people that are surface level following it, they're not too invested in it. For them, if they see a crystal ball, they're missing the context of it, right? They're not on the message board. They're not understanding why we're placing it, how far along the recruitment really is. Is it really a done deal? Yeah. Um, what factors might sway it? All these different things, they're missing the whole context. They see the crystal ball, they get really excited. If it goes wrong, people are gonna come blame us as if it's not possible that a kid who's 16, 17 might change his mind before that day and then the day that he puts in the, the um, they pull it on the hat. Mm -hmm. Then there's the other group of people. It's the people that they follow it every single day. They know every development and every recruitment, every visit the kid's taking, the quotes he's giving coming out of the visits. For those people, we are always providing constant intel all the time, 24-7, literally 24-7, like the site. Like the name. Yeah. Yes. Every single thing that happens, we are putting it in message board format. Again, right. for people that don't know, 99% of our work, it's not the articles you see that are paywalled, it's the stuff we're seeing in the message board threads. So we're always putting updates in there. Yet even those people are like, can you put in a crystal ball? <laughs> Thinking like, we're giving you every single thing we know. <laughs> we're giving it to you as we know it. <laughs> And just got off the still, phone your interest right. is just in this <laughs> yeah. click that I can do in this guy's profile, right. not the actual value I'm providing you. <laughs> right. So it's like it should be beneath the people that are diving in the, into recruiting. Yeah. And then it doesn't say enough to the people that are surface level. It's like it doesn't serve either audience. So I, I, I just not not a fan of, of, of that. Um, it's still good. Just It's like it's fun sometimes. Oh, like, yeah. Like um, a Jason Brown where you're like, you know, I think – People need to understand the impact of how well Michigan State did in June. This is a good way to materialize the impact instead of us just putting the words momentum in articles. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like, okay, these guys are putting their their name and their reputation behind it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes like it, it's it's cool to do that. But like just in general, the concept as a whole, I don't think it does enough for either audience base. I, I that was a great answer, by the way, because like again, and you know, fine, I'm gonna go off script here. Like you, you had the we guy have a that, script? that yeah uh, yeah I was gonna be like well, <laughs> you, where you, is the script I don't have a copy of any script I didn't print had. it out for you guys <laughs> no. Oh, no I'm sorry guys <laughs> um, like you had someone the other day because you you put in a crystal ball for a kid I, I forgot what his name was I'm sorry uh, for an Ohio kid to go to Ohio State and then some Michigan fans said like oh wait great call Justin the, the kid right well he teetered towards Michigan teetered back towards Ohio State and it's like well you were right mm -hmm. in the end but like yeah. how, how annoying is that like when a kid yeah that you have a crystal ball in for is starting to change momentum, which doesn't happen a lot for you. I got to say first and foremost, because like when you put a crystal ball, in, like you're, you're pretty solid. You're right. not going willy nilly. Right. But if a kid starts to shift to another school, is it annoying to like hear from other fans or users be like, Oh, wait, to, way to go. Send the biggest, the biggest uh, frustration about that is I can't actually say what I know about well, when I put in the pick, because yeah. otherwise I would just say, 
hey, this linebacker that you guys just got, he finally committed to Michigan State staff twice yep. in this calendar year. Yep. But you people are going to be them... like, no, this, this guy's just putting in picks for the school he graduated from, and he wants the fans okay. to get excited, and that's all he's doing. Can't say, hey, on this state and on this state that I know for a fact he gave two silent verbals to, yeah. but then he just kept going back and forth. That's not my fault. But you right. send Can't them close. succession memes, though, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I got the succession memes ready. Okay. I mean, at, at this point, like, I don't even have, like, my Twitter notifications uh, to anything where um, I get notifications from people that don't follow me. Yeah. So I've just, like, just given up on, like, having logic mm. with people from outside of that sphere. Right. But no, I do no. appreciate the engagement and the traction that it brings to the tweets. So I, I do appreciate that. I hope that that keeps coming. So if Matt was like, hey, 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 on Twitter, would you get that notification? Yes, 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 okay. yes. Unless Matt unfollows me. Oh. Which may, any day. Do you now. follow Never. Justin Thin? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so. That would be really helpful, not, I think. It's okay. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> favorite <laughs> crystal ball you've ever logged? Because I have a favorite crystal ball that you have logged. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if you I know, know what, what you're talking oh, about, yeah, yeah. Matt. Have you ever logged a crystal ball? on that confidence level for our, our good friend that ended up in at Texas. Um, yeah, yeah, he nailed it. Yeah, Peyton Kirkland. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, that's one of the fun. Because that's one of the most genius things that like you guys have done in 24/7 sports is like not just a crystal ball where you can predict where, but like your confidence level. As well, because yeah. I think there was a time too where like you guys didn't have confidence level. Right, right, it was right. just school where like you could have like, oh, I think he's going to go to Michigan State. I'll yeah. put a six confidence by it, and we'll t- we'll keep talking about the Peyton Kirkland stuff. You never go like full ten, never, because no. like, look, if you have like a confidence of like six or seven, like it's your way of saying like, hey, yeah. I have a pretty good idea. Don't yeah. want to spoil it for. I'm going to leave this thirty percent mystery out here, you know? Right. But, but Peyton Kirkland, who had a final five, none of the schools were Texas, and then he tried to pull a fast one. <laughs> and you said, Texas is a 10 crystal ball. <laughs> Listen. Cackled at that one. Cackled at Listen, that one. Listen, <laughs> it has nothing to do with, but you knew. with, with Peyton. Yes. You were serving your fan base. You were right. serving your subscription yes. base. Yeah. yeah. So, right. so it, nothing along the lines of, of, of spoiling or like anything like that. But you but said really good intel. I had to yeah. make it clear. Um, because there were a lot of doubters. Yes. Of of uh, not not me. Like there were a lot of doubters of the entire and uh, yeah and me yeah and me. But, oh no no no. Yeah, I'm they, saying, but you're right. It yeah, is yeah, all about the doubters. Right because, right, right, right right. Yeah yeah yeah. So they were doubting the intel in general of everyone saying that Texas is a real player here when they're not in the top five. Yeah. Everyone kept saying no. Uh, the, the, the consumers of the information were saying like, no, that would never happen. They're yeah, out of the top five. There. I'm right. hearing it's Texas. Corey's hearing it's Texas. Um, the Texas Longhorns reporters are hearing it's Texas. Nobody's willing to go on the record. So I said, statement time. I, I know it's Texas. I don't care who's not believing it. I'm going to assert with the most confidence I can that it's yeah. going to be Texas. Yeah. And that's what I did. Put your reputation on it. I yeah. Mean, just, yeah. Like, oh, you don't believe me? Here, I'll, yeah. I'll log a 10 ball for right. you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. Is there any that, like, you logged? And, like, the, the favor can be, you know, interpreted differently. Yeah. Like, was there one that you logged and it caught fire immediately? And you're like, oh, yeah, I, I got the fan base stern right now. Or, like, I really broke this. Or The, the like one that. that actually got way more stern than I thought it would, just because we were covering that recruitment really closely and we figured everyone knew that it was coming. Uh-huh. It was when we finally put in those Kate and Hauser crystal balls three days after his official ah, visit to Michigan okay. State. Yeah. It was like, 
I guess maybe the Twitter sphere didn't know as much of, of how closely we were following and how right. those were probably expected, given what we had said on Monday. But when Wednesday came and we put on those picks, it was just a firestorm of, wow, Michigan State's going to land this kid that just finished in the Elite 11 yeah. finals, like in right. the 11, and uh, flipped him from, from the West Coast. Yep. And it was two days after the visit. So that was probably the one that had the biggest momentum. That was probably the most fun to watch after it was placed. Um, my least favorite, which you did not ask. No, but hey, let's it go. is when I got the Armani Winfield crystal ball wrong. Wow! It was uh, signing day. Yes. I was told the night before signing day that it was Michigan State. Okay. By as as solid of, of an intel you could have. Okay. The next morning, I well, wake Tucker up. knocked on your door and said, "Hey, <laughs> I got him riding in the car. He just told me he's coming here. Like that's that's how solid it was." The um, next morning, National Signing Day. Yeah, I believe it was my birthday. Got the birthday present of saying, "Hey, because huh. not going to Michigan State." But here I have for you bulletproof intel. Yes. From a source that was 100% before and 100% since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here is gift wrapped information for you as a present that Mr. Winfield will be going to Baylor. Yes. I yes. go through all the signing day stuff, write the articles, go on podcasts, go to the gym, come home, 9 o'clock, check my phone, scroll down like three hours, 6 p.m., Armani Winfield had committed to the Texas Longhorns. And at that point, I had gotten my first crystal ball wrong. And uh, Did you cry? <laughs> Word tear shed. It was like uh, it was like Kendall Roy. It was like uh, when he's on the yacht. Oh, no. When he's on the yacht <laughs> no. after the passing of a main character, and he's on the phone. Just, he's Matt not crying, but he says, oh, "Okay." And then he, <laughs> he, he stares into the horizon. It was like that. It was like that. Me reading the Mar how fast Armani can Winfield I sink tweet. to the bottom of this sea right now? How <laughs> right. shoot? Yeah. Man, have you gotten? Have you finished the series? No, I'm gonna finish it in the next two weeks though. So. Next yeah. two weeks, you, you were just on, you were almost done. Next Wednesday, when, when this yeah. show is not taking place at this slot, Matt's going to use <laughs> right. that. He's going to keep it boxed in, but right. he's going to use it to watch a run through succession. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Right here at this desk, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? R really quick change of conversation topic. Mm. The, the, so we, we went out to dinner before recording yeah. here, and yeah. someone at the table. The great Brian Masalem. I'll just yes. say his name. It's, yes. yeah, mm. he, he's been on the show a few times. Yeah, he I, does I not think. give a crap. He talked about the five times he cried during sporting <laughs> yeah, events. He did. He did. Owen, have you ever cried during a sporting event? JT, I'm going to ask you the same question. Oh, so, so yes. Get, get I will say yes. Okay. Hit us. It's okay. It's okay to be emotional no, and no, sensitive. No. It's okay. To be, to be honest, and I told Izzo this. Okay. Because it, it had to be the Indiana game after the shooting. Oh, God. That's a, yeah. uh, okay, okay, okay. That yeah. was an emotional one. Like, yeah. it was it was awesome. Yeah. Like, literally was my favorite basketball game that year. No yeah. doubt. But... Besides that, I didn't cry, but the 2021 Michigan-Michigan State game was awesome. Just, it will not surpass. And, like, had so many, like, fellow colleagues, everything like that, like, say that was the best game of their, oh, you know, dude. tenure at Michigan State. That was a fun thing about that game, too. It's like, I, I had people that, like, don't refree their schools, like, reach out. They're like, dude, that was an awesome game. Awesome. Like, oh, you're kind of right. Because, awesome. like, I just felt like dying the entire game. Like, that yeah. was, like, for us fans, like, that was a very stressful game. Mm -hmm. 
you, you couldn't appreciate how just great of a pure football game that was until right, like right. a week later well, when all the emotions finally it, went away. Yeah. Like it was an awesome. And game. for me, there well, there's a couple of factors. One for the entire game, I thought they would lose. Like that's, sure. that's just my mindset. Like I down I, sixteen in the third quarter, and there was so not much good. time in the yeah. fourth quarter too, where yeah. Caden and Michigan were until they threw that pick. I thought they were gonna score. Oh, they were one hundred percent. They were walking win. down the field. Yeah. Yeah. I was walking like, down dude, the field. Dude, we are screwed. And then yes. like. Until they fumbled with the quorum and everything like that, I was like, 100% they're going to score right here, and this is over. Right. Yep. And I just, they didn't. But then wow. the night before, um, okay. because we had both college game day and yes. Fox right. Big Noon there. Big noon yeah. Kickoff. yeah. Well, Big Noon, I got this from a friend, Intel, that they were going to Harper's. So I told sure. all, all <laughs> me and my friends, and we all went to Harper's. My first time actually going there. Okay. And the coolest thing ever was they had like this guy from Fox or whatever introduce each one of them. And like the last one was Reggie Bush came running out and they're like, Reggie Bush. Whoa, but what? the best part, you know, the best part that gave me chills was when they said, drinks are on Fox. And then place went wow. crazy. <laughs> it was Yo. crazy, dude. And they just started handing out beers. Every beer that Harper's had was oh like... Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> dude, I've never I heard that like, story. I was like, yeah, that's no the first time I've ever heard way, that story. Dude. Wow. And Liner and Reggie are just handing beers out. I'm fisting them. I got like five in my hand. I'm already, I'm already like six, seven deep. That's amazing. But I'm like, dude, I got to grab them, man. Dude, like greatest weekend of my life. There That's will, amazing. I, I don't know. Uh, that might have been my peak right there. It's 2021. <laughs> don't that, blame that you. weekend right there. That's but, yeah. sensational, man. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that is. That and then I got a picture with Ken Jong and talked to him, and he was awesome. Oh, that's right. He was a slow <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, that's by right. the way, I would never understand why College Game Day picked him to be no. the, like the Michigan no State guest. I agree. No clue. He I did agree. a great All, job, but it was really very weird. Nice, yeah. Really nice guy. Yes. Very nice. Did not know a thing about football though, because right. yeah. it was the it was. Um, I talked to him when they were reviewing the two point conversion where Reed caught it and uh -huh. then the dude ripped it out. Yes. And he's like, yeah. and I was like, what do you think? And he's like, oh, I didn't even know they were reviewing it or whatever. I don't know what's going yeah. on. And I was like, totally okay, okay. man. <laughs> yeah, you had a great hangover. Yeah. So that's all yeah, that matters. Dude, yeah. You're so fucking funny. Like, yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Like, I, yeah, it was a weird celebrity pick. Yeah, yeah. But after watching it, it's like I he's, thought it was he's kind of like, he's kind of rocking it. Like, like he's doing great. I know, like so they had, uh, yeah, no, I can't Michael. Say. I know he went to Penn October, State, but, but like he, he, I mean, he's from Detroit. Like, right? He, yeah, Michael Key is. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like there, I, there's Take other your better Michigan options. Celebrities. If yeah. if you if I think October 31st probably was NBA season start of it. Draymond would have been a great celebrity Draymond. picker. Yeah, awesome. Dray, Draymond would have been awesome. trained these days now. Yep. What a week! And what a weekend for like Michigan State in general for that weekend. Like yeah. it just historic. Tucker went on college game day. It just yeah. like just the emotion. Were you there in East Lansing? Or were you? At I home? was not. No, I, I was. I was out of the state. Motion, like you would feel it. Like just yeah. the t like I've the never bonds. felt like so nervous before a game. Oh, dude! Like I'm... if we could somehow recreate that, that would just be awesome. Like I've never. Awesome? Like I'm not even. I'm not even playing in this game. You want to? And I feel like I'm about to strap up and play. Like dude, it, that whole morning, I felt like throwing up. Dude, <laughs> like, I got up. We got up oh, at five a.m. We're st we we're taking shots. Dude. We had just gone from Harper. Good for you. Like we slept for like three hours. I'm on the field. Like dude, it's go time. Good and for just you. Like we're there, dude, and just unreal. I man. was up at five 
not to drink. I just couldn't sleep the night before. <laughs> I was like, t- tomorrow's the biggest day of my yeah. life, and I'm not yeah. even close to Dude, playing in this game. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. One thing, one thing I've started to do before that game, whether it's like the day before, the, the night before, maybe the day off if it's a later game, is I watch that um, Divided We Stand documentary. Ooh, that's and strong. That's strong. That, yeah, yeah. That, that, gets, that's that gets the juices flowing with, with that rivalry. I think that's, that's a very well but done I, one. But I'm, I'm saying it right now, and I know obviously it's June 28th or whatever, but man, dude, this upcoming Michigan Michigan State game, I'm excited. I don't care what our records are. It'll but be shenanigans. Yeah. Obviously, there was the tunnel incident. Sure was. There was them beating us, and oh yeah. Obviously, you know, there's still the talk from both sides. Not a great time last year. Yeah. <laughs> you put that together. Yeah. People are hungry. They want to win so bad. Oh, yeah. I don't care what your record is. Like it's going to be intense. The Especially in a great Michigan spot State. right now. Yeah. I know yeah. that like a lot of people are saying like it's too toxic, no, and yeah, it is. And but like it's also authentic. Like it, right. it is where it should be. Right. Right. Like oh you, you, oh you don't like us, you don't respect us. <laughs> right back at you. I, I couldn't care less about any of you people over there. Like it's it is at a very, it, it's it's in an unhealthy place, but at the same time it's a very authentic place. Yeah. That's why I like where the rivalry. People are like, like yeah, no, the rivalry shouldn't go on like that. Right. that like, like oh, people... it's getting dangerous. Like okay, <laughs> okay, bring it on. That's great. All bring right, it on. we'll settle it. When we settle it, so. yeah. <laughs> every year, bring it on. I can't wait for yeah. basketball season. <laughs> bring on the rivalry. Like, and I, I asked Izzo off air, like, what was his favorite year in Michigan, Michigan State, and he's like, 2001. We just beat the crap out of them. Yo, I, was it the 114-63 game or something like that? Yeah. It was like, I think it was the 2000 year. Yeah, I. Yeah, he's like, I just miss those years. <laughs> what he said. Dude, they, he does not. They he doesn't care score. if it's close. He does not care. He he wants it just to be that kind of just run over him. I hope we get back to that this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's looking that way. Yeah, uh, I, at least at home. I hope at so. Least at home. JT ever emotional during a game or no? Uh, for good or for bad too. By the right, way, right? Yeah. Like, have you I'll, ever? For me, it's more like um, like certain games. Like I'll like tell myself like. You got to remember like how it feels right now because you'll be thinking yeah. about this game for many years. Yes, I love that. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever cried during a game. It's more of just like, oh, this is like special. You got to remember it. The two that come to mind, um, obviously the Eagles winning the Super Bowl in 2017. That'll do um, it. Yeah, yeah. And then okay. um, Cassius Winston kissing the center court logo, oh, uh, my yeah. junior year. That was um, that was the last time he played. Uh, but for we Michigan didn't know. State. Obviously, we didn't know right. that would be his last yeah, game. As for sure. As yeah. But um, that was earlier that year. I believe his his brother yep. had passed away. Yeah. That was um, the whole student show. body when I was there, it was it was just a different connection with with Cassius than um than, oh, yeah. yeah. And plus, now I'm in a professional capacity, so I never kind of have um like a that kind of a rooting sure. fan right. interest in, in anybody again. But uh, yeah. Cassius was different. He was different, man. Yeah, I mean, just the yeah. speech he made to the fan base before the game, like, that got me good. Yeah. I mean, like, he was already a fan favorite going into his senior year. Like, yeah. the, he was so beloved by the fan base. And then, like, he goes through that tragedy, and, like, he just mm-hmm. was still up in front of everything and, yeah. you know, was always yeah. on camera, still played. I think he didn't miss a game either. It's like, yeah. wow, this kid no. is just no, going through not. it all in front of us here. I mean, yeah. It, it seemed yeah. to impact him a little bit, but, like, oh, of uh, course. He got, of course. Obviously, he got through that. And, yeah. So that that was incredibly emotional, but yeah, I don't think man. anyone can convince me that that he wasn't going to lose that march. So somebody yeah. can lay out metrics, they can lay out good don't, arguments. Don't care. I'm yeah. sure they're valid, but sure. Especially with nobody's that team, convincing me that they weren't going to go had, win every single too, game. Like, sorry, 
with that team we had yeah. that year too. Like, yeah, and they mm. were rolling at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. and they had momentum. No, they were the number one overall seed. Momentum, dude. Um, it would have been fun. Yeah. Who knows? Hey, 2019 was at least fun though. Yeah, it was. It was so much fun. Yeah, that going for us. But we have, we've had, all right, we've had so many fun years though in the past decade though. Oh, dude. Under D'Antonio and Izzo, yeah. like it's it's man, okay being a state fan. Like, yeah, life is pretty good over here. Like, yeah, I could compare. We could compare that to like any other team in the Big Ten. Oh, dude. Besides, like maybe Ohio around State around the country like too. That. Just like having two sports that strong, mm-hmm. like more times Absolutely. than not, year after year, yeah. co- co- not competitive, but like at the upper end of of competitiveness. Absolutely. Yeah, like yes. Yeah. I, I will it's say, nice and East Lansing. You talked about emotions before games, stuff like that. The one yeah. thing I love about Izzo is he really embraces that. Like, Dude, yeah. yeah. It, like, he is – there's tears in his eyes before every Michigan-Michigan State game, oh, yeah, before man. every big game. He wears it on his sleeve, and that's why yeah. I love him. And yep. that, like, he lives in the moment. That's that's the one thing I really admire about him. He's authentic with a capital A. Yeah. You know, like, and, he, yeah. he is who he is. Like, He's living his dream, and, like, that's yeah. why I feel like everyone should yeah. do that. That's that's such a big thing about Izzo that nobody really appreciates, but right, that's him. Yeah, when you so ask him be, a question, no matter what the question yeah. is, he's going to give you a straight answer. Mm-hmm. So. There's going to be a lot of stuff about Izzo behind the scenes that people are going to miss that they don't even know he does. Right, the university, such a charismatic dude too. The best. Yeah, yeah. Come on the show, Tom. <laughs> Join us. Yeah, SD4L. It's always a great time. Yeah. Well, gang, is this is it? Is it time to land this plane? It is that time. You, you always suck at this. But yeah. I will never get better at this. Yeah. But for the last time, signing off from the Woodward Sports Studios here in Birmingham, Michigan. Owen has done a fantastic job for us You're the best all these past try. several months. Truly. Uh, obviously, make sure go follow Owen. He does great work for Big Ten Network. You're at uh, Channel 4 this uh, summer, yeah, right? Yeah, and okay. WJR. So. Yeah, so doing producing work there. and. Obviously excited to see all that you do here in the coming years as you graduate this upcoming year. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, you know what? I, I hope it's the longest like <laughs> year ever. Yeah. I just stretch it out. Let's slow it down. Slow it down. Yep. If you're control time, slow it down. Yep. Maybe see Matt at Mug Night one time. <laughs> you know, like, Let's call it two times. You know? <laughs> two times. <laughs> you imagine two me times. rolling up to college from Mug Night. Dude, just, like, I'm not even kidding. You would fit right in. Like, who brought this <laughs> old young. bag in? <laughs> like, I can't believe you, you look young. Like, I appreciate you it. 30-something. Like, the I the waitress Matt, at the restaurant ID'd me today, which, like, thank you, ma'am. That's yeah. very considerate of you, but you're also lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, so that was very nice of her, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, you would fit in. Like, yeah. All right, if you, if you went into an East Lansing bar, there Absolutely. would be 14 people that look older than you. Correct. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take there, it. There are people. That... Let's put it to the test. Like, oh, yeah. really? Okay. <laughs> Let's put it to the test. All right, there, there you go. go. Right. See y'all Central Michigan weekend. It'll be a movie. Let's get it popping. Welcome but yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, shout out Owen. Mm-hmm. Follow Owen. Yep, Owen's the best. All the work that he's yep. going to do in, in the fall this this year in East Lansing and beyond. Make sure you you stay tuned to him and Owen. Me, Matt, and I are very appreciative for all the work you've Absolutely. done for us. Yep, uh, phenomenal job always. Um, but yeah, I guess that does it for this week's episode of the SC for All Show. Stay tuned to our Twitter. That's kind of where the the next steps uh, that we're sorting through right now, kind of putting the infrastructure together. Uh, to go independent or, or, or kind of however the next steps unfold. So stay tuned. I don't think there's going to be a show next week. The week after that, uncertain. But either way, f- 
a full August coming, a full slate in August. Going to be doing a lot of season previews. We will be back. Yeah. So don't know the next steps timing wise just yet, but stay tuned to that Twitter. That's where you're going to find out nowhere else. And um, thanks for listening. And we'll see you back in the near future. Appreciate it. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.